Optimist about piss. Oh, how am I going to be an optimist about piss? Welcome to Sam and Maggie Hagley. We're we're rowdy tonight, fellas and ladies and people in between and all over the spectrum. It makes sense that we are though, because it's the season finale. That's right, episode it is. twenty of yes. season five, the shortest season so far. Probably, I mean, but who's to say? Because um, season one was sort of in two parts. Yes, and I mean, I I, I think part of it is that uh, we're we're I think season six is only what fourteen episodes. We yeah, checked last time. It's or, shorter, yeah. but so I think it's really just on the down the downhill. Fox was like, um, you can have some episodes, but definitely not as many episodes. I mean, because think about how much production like lead up goes into one episode of Glee, right? Yeah, and how many like artists they have to pay to use their music. That's right. Like or those. if Fox already owns the rights, oh, they yeah, can point. just sell the song a second time, you dumbass. Are you oh saying to God. me or to the people who bought the music? All of it. Okay. All of the above. Yes. Yes. Okay. So like we're saying, this is season five, episode 20. The Untitled Rachel Berry Project, which, to be clear, that is not what happens in this episode. No. Um, but we'll get to that. And it originally aired on May 13th, 2014, with 1.87 million viewers, which is down from last week's 2.10 million. Yeah. Which is low. Like, yeah, really low. Really low. This yeah. is like one of the lowest numbers we've ever seen on an episode, which is... Uh, not a great sign for the show at large. Yeah, you know, we're really we're really in a bad place. Yeah. Uh so it was written by Matthew Hodgson, directed by Brad Falchuk. Okay. Um I don't think there's really anything else of note to mention at the top of the episode other cool. than just getting into it. We get yeah. into the recap where yep. we see um the various things that are going on. Sam and Mercedes are still a Thing. thing rachel um is for some reason going after this tv yeah, um, yeah. Ra- idea. rachel has blown up all of her own dreams yeah all of her own dreams that were so fucking important yeah, for that, five that whole she, seasons that she attained she's just blowing them up um yeah. and then of course our last most important plot line that we have to wrap up for the season kurt has been lied to by Blaine yeah. once again. Well, because Blaine is, um, <laughs> you'll recall, listener, that Blaine is being mentored by uh, a wealthy yeah. socialite named yeah. June Dalloway, yes. who has promised to show him like a coming out extravaganza for Blaine yes. to like be known as June Dalloway's favorite talent project. Yes, like, yeah. um, a, a showcase that will be held at Niata in the single classroom, right? Where there will be five, six, maybe tables of people. Yeah, one of which we find out when we actually get will there will be a, completely inhabited by former Glee members. Yeah, nineteen-year-olds, which is funny yeah. because. I mean, we'll we'll get to the scene, but there's a moment where June talks about how Walter Cronkite and uh, who is it? Someone else. Steven Spielberg. Famous. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, some movie person are going to sit next to each other. So you're like. Well, she, was she planning for the showcase? I think so. Because it just seemed to be like 
elderly white people who were there yeah, apart from the Glee Club members. Maggie, that's what luck is. Anyway, um, mm. is having elderly white people notice you as a <laughs> white person yourself. and So that you can have patrons yeah. for your... Yeah, it's like Italy. Um, so sure, yeah. So <laughs> we s- after the recap, we go right into Monday night dinner, which is yes. being held at the Kurt Rachel Loft, mm-hmm. and Sam tells us about how he's got a new job lined up for Treasure Trail, which is a product for manscaping. Yes, which is it is body grooming product for body yeah. grooming. Manscaping is a colonized terms disgusting well i mean it is directed towards men we do see an image of it later it looks like it's just a stick it's just like a deodorant stick yeah like do you does it maybe it's like a hair remover you just yeah terrible you Um, just smear it on there oh god uh and mercedes mentions her mall tour that she's about to go on because that's a thing uh she's gonna go from our country's greatest malls to Promote her album. From our country's greatest mall to the other one. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, there's... With uh, with some smaller stops on the way. I guess this is 2013, so, like, malls might still... Be a thing. Be a thing. And, you know, back in Albuquerque, New Mexico, malls are huge. People love malls. Um, well, yeah. Because you can walk around inside. Exactly. I, I feel like malls are a big thing pretty much throughout the southern United States, just because it's so hot. But there's everywhere. also, like a huge prevalence of like mall spelunkers on YouTube. Have you oh. ever delved into those? No, I've seen I've seen things with like uh amusement parks. I figure it's a similar type of thing. Yeah, similar yeah. for sure. Um yeah, I guess it's like department stores that are really um doing badly, not specifically right. malls. Whatever. Rachel uh then monopolizes the conversation to yes. tell everyone about how the T V network has decided to saddle her with a very accomplished writer Yes. Well, you make it sound like a bad thing, Maggie. This writer is very good from what we hear. Yeah. She's like supposed to supposedly like very accomplished and like has lots of awards. Lots of awards and a and degree. Is like an, and it is like it's like a young genius type of thing. Yes. Yeah. Sort of a young ingenue who's yeah. just a, just wacky. a genius. Yeah. So um and yeah. If they, they're like, this doesn't seem normal. Having a writer follow you around your normal life. And Rachel's like, oh, well, but we wanted to capture my essence for my TV show. Which, yeah, so that comes up a few times. Whoever knows what that means. So they're like, oh, that's her now. And then they open the door. And just kidding. It's Brittany. Brittany, Brittany. is alive. We have confirmation. Yay. It did turn out there was a weird thing with her passport, which is why she couldn't get back. Are you sure this is Brittany, though. I mean, Clone, robot. <laughs> All these things are possible. I, I, there is. I feel like there is an inkling of truth to the idea that the real Brittany is still locked up at MIT and they've replaced her. Um, yeah, but <laughs> totally. Why would they let her go? I mean, yeah, hmm. exactly. And we find out that because Brittany's like, oh, where's Santana? Yes. She, yeah, she was stuck at an airport. You mentioned that, right? Yeah. Um, Santana is actually in Iowa. Yes. To film a yeast stack commercial because they have the best wheat fields yes. for wide shots as people run through them. Well, and also, I, it's just interesting that yeast stat is still a part of the equation for Santana because it the show implied a, a while back, a few seasons mm-hmm. ago, that Santana was upset because her reputation was so tied to Eustostat. But it's like such a big job. Right. I guess. Yeah, I guess. And but, she... D- 
she has the fucking poster hanging in her home. Like, it's not like she's ashamed. Well, her home. Where is that? Well, in the loft. But she doesn't live in the loft anymore. I mean, she hung it in the loft while she was there. You're right. But, like, then she went to Lesbos. So, like... I guess you're right. I, I just, I'm, I'm I still miss not sure Santana. Where she is. Yeah. Santana should have been in this episode. There's like <laughs> legit no reason why she isn't. Other I mean, than she would take away Iowa? from the actual plot lines, Maggie. Her radiance, her star radiance. Oh, oh, we might actually get some positive interaction between the most healthy relationship on the show, Brittany and Santana. No way. I mean, yes, but also, I mean. Mary Halloran, the writer, would obviously mm. meet Santana and just be like, oh, I want to write a TV show about you instead. Yeah, that like, is what would happen. And then and Rachel would be like, you take everything from me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. So we do meet Mary Halloran yes. uh, right now because Kristen Shaw has entered the loft. Yes. She is dressed eccentrically, yes. is I guess a good way to summarize it. Um, the costuming is fine, and I guess, like, Kristen Shaw really does sell the character. Yeah, I mean... Um, she's got yeah. a problem for names. She calls Rachel Randy. Yes, she she says the smell of Chinese food has given her the lady dies. And Which is a reference the, to diarrhea. Yeah, she has to go to the bathroom um, immediately after just sniffing the wontons or whatever. But, um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of just, like... I guess making fun of TV writers. I I, like, I mean, I don't really give a shit about making fun of TV writers. I think it is sort of cheap to be yes. like, oh, for the story this episode, we're just going to throw a wacky eccentric character at them. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's I, I agree <laughs> because like I love Kristen Shaw. Don't get me wrong. And like this is, I think, kind of her forte is when someone is just like, you're a wacky character. And she's like, great. I can do that. Yeah. Um, But like, I don't know. It just... It, it also just, I mean... I mean, this show, I mean, we're, we're the only, what? This is a completely preposterous idea as well. Yes. Like, oh, we're going to send this amazing TV writer to follow you around, Rachel. Yes. What? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's bizarre. So We cut right to um, Mary Halloran really getting into it. She's sitting on the floor. On like um, a Garfield sleeping bag yeah that she seems to have brought with her um as rachel sits in a chair next to her and yeah mary halloran just asks her a bunch of questions like oh what's your and types up on her typewriter because she is eccentric um and rachel's like oh well i have gay dads and then mary halloran's like oh do they work for nasa rachel says no and then she's like we'll make them work for nasa gay nasa dads yes oh also we can't include any of that glee shit because acapella is relevant which is true yes and then (laughs) Which uh, which was true at the time and is still true yes and rachel is like Oh well, you know, I guess right now I'm working eight shows a week. Yes, <laughs> and but it, it's a little tiring. And that's when Mary Halloran is like, "Ah, you're lazy," <laughs> and then writes "lazy" and puts like seven exclamation points after it. It's great. I mean, like I said, Kristen Shaw is here to do the Kristen Shaw thing. We she get knocks out the park. a really bizarre shot where um she's like she like sighs and like lies down on her back and we get like a bird's eye close-up yes like above Kristen Shaw's face well it's while she's like describing her like yeah list of credentials also because she's talking about how she like had her breakout when she wrote yeah the diary of Anne Frank but Anne Frank is a vacuum cleaner an auric stand-up vacuum cleaner Yes. yes and then she like graduated from wherever she was going to school and got like the MacArthur Genius Grant or something yeah 
sure, whatever. Um, well, the weirdest part is that there's like a, a yeah. bit where she's like... <gasps> Yeah, yeah, no, she has an Oreo. She's like holding an Oreo up above her head and then makes like an orgasm gasp, which is yeah. unsettling. Um, yeah. But she like, she's like, <gasps> and then yep. she like gets up and she's like, work is boring. Yep. Um. Sure. Yeah. And then she asks to snoop through Rachel's bathroom, which Rachel agrees to because unwittingly. Because it's opposite day. And she's like, but before you answer, remember that it's opposite day. And then Rachel says, yes. And then she's like, cool. And then she just goes. Cool. Whatever. Um, yeah. And we go right to a mall, a generic mall that yes. I suppose is in New York City. Which, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, where Artie, Artie of all people, is interviewing Mercedes and Brittany. Yeah. I guess maybe this is just for like his... His personal blog? collection. Um, and... He's definitely like a JBI kind of vibe yeah. for some reason. I guess just because Artie is going to film school, he knows how so to work a, a camera. So yeah, now he he's a, a journalist. <laughs> yes. Um. So Mercedes is like, oh, I'm really excited for my mall tour. I've got my girl Brittany here. She is going to be in yeah. on my tour because I convinced my well, yeah, she, my she record told com- the record label that Brittany would that be Brittany a was coming dancer and that Santana <laughs> is going to meet up with them in Reno. In of Reno. All places. And then they're going to be like I Charlie's just, Angels. What? Just, like, what is this? I, I don't know. I, it's really weird because like... And why does Mercedes suddenly have so much sway? Well, I mean, maybe it's because she was so insistent on having Santana do the duet with her that they were just kind of like, well, you are shot yourself in the foot already, so do whatever the fuck you want. Like... What, though? Like, what? Like, what? I mean, it's a sunk cost. It's Fox's approach to Glee, Maggie. I guess, but, like, what is even a mall tour? I don't... See, that's part of it. Maybe part of it is, like, they're like, oh, you've ruined your own career, so we'll, we're just going to send you on this, this mall tour. This mall is also full of, like, cheering fans. Right. And by... I mean, by full, I mean, like, 30 people are here, and they're yeah. all cheering. And... They sing of okay. Mercedes sings an original number. Yes, it's called "Shaking My Head." Yes, and <laughs> when you really get down to the lyrics, it they are a little troubling. Yes, um, no. Be- well, I mean, yes. We we okay. Like peek behind the curtain. We watched this episode like a week ago. Yeah, and during the number, like we weren't really paying attention. No. But then I was like, wait, did did she just say that like? God told her that Diet Coke would make her thinner, but it was a lie? No. Like, <laughs> no, that's not that's not what God said. So, like, so the song is sort of about disillusionment, right. I guess, because you're she's shaking her head at all yeah. of these preposterous things yes. that are apparently common knowledge. There's a bit where it's like, oh, why is Jesus so white when he's from Palestine? Right. And it's like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> oh, God, never thought of that one. Well, <laughs> Uh, I made a joke to Sam when we were watching. I was like, "This is like Red Pill the song." Yeah, it's like it's like the next lyric is like, "Why do vaccine vaccines have mercury in them? Why do Republicans hate all black people?" That is a line in the song, folks. And it's like it's like a refrain that is said three times in a row. Why do Republicans hate all blacks? Why do Republicans hate all blacks? <laughs> no kidding, that did not happen it during this. Did stuff. fucking too. Okay. Okay, no, I'm pulling no. this up. No, I don't want to know. I'm. We're gonna look at the fucking <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> this is like okay. Yeah. Well, while you do this, is it a just, g- is it a good song? No, <laughs> it's not a good song. And also, it mostly seems to be here just so that Britney can dance. 
Um, which yeah. is fine because we haven't seen Britney in a while, and I do like watching Britney dance. Yeah, but the song is just kind of unsettling. Like <laughs> it's just weird. It is the on the on the Glee um, fandom wiki. There in the place <laughs> it just says mall. <laughs> mall. I love that so much. Um, okay. So Mercedes in the back of dancers are singing shake shaking my head and every day when I'm awakened the questions got my head a shaking like why does gravy give you heart attacks whoa 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 shaking my head <laughs> yes yeah, why do republicans why do republicans hate the blacks okay and then Mercedes with the back of dancers again hate the blacks hate the blacks and how come Jesus looks just like a white guy when he's from Palestine that can't be right no I like how you're like giving it like this weird like bad melt like like it's not even that's not how the song goes at all but I like your well, I like your now that I'm trying to read it I'm like how did these lines go exactly how do these lines they don't, rhyme they don't make sense um, um yeah now all y'all are driving hybrid cars so why can't we put a man on Mars yeah okay, yeah great. yeah yeah why does tv have too many ads <laughs> that's enough now why are dogs always licking their nests <laughs> this song is so bad <laughs> why do we keep borrowing from china why do some flowers look like vaginas jesus okay wait no <laughs> this is on the glee wiki and because that's a cut verse <laughs> oh okay that's a cut verse great god will set me straight Okay, when I fly to the heaven, God will set me straight. Like how I, like how come I drink Diet Coke and I keep gaining weight? Jesus, my Lord and Savior. Yeah, you know it's true. Yeah, you know it's true. But, <laughs> <laughs> but God, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> like, okay. What is, is this? <laughs> what is these, it? These lyrics sound funny. But it's just so bizarre. And like... I mean, the okay. Like, the lyrics aren't funny, though. No, I mean, and they're like, really not. It's the idea that Mercedes wrote this. Yeah, like... She I'm, would never write a song that says, Why do some flowers look like vaginas? Honestly, that is, that I'm... That is not Mercedes brand. Honestly, I'm guessing that middle verse, the cut verse, <laughs> is something someone made up because you're on a wiki site. Like... This is some legit shit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, we need to move on. Th- you can stream it on Spotify. So Wow. Okay. Well, um, we, we need to move on. Let me just repeat okay. this one more time. Okay. And why do Republicans hate the blacks? Whoa, oh, oh. Hate the blacks. Hate okay, the yes, blacks. Okay, yes. You were right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. It's an incel red pill song. Are you happy? <laughs> Okay, but like talking about how Republicans hate black people isn't, isn't very like yeah, alt right. It's true. it's more like left tube kind of. <laughs> You're right. See, that's a, but it but then it's like but it's like questioning science and like Yeah, yeah. It's it's that, a lot of like it's about disillusionment in a bad yes, like, way. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Um so then Why we, does Diet Coke make you gain weight though? <laughs> God Explain that one. Explain that one. God, you're the one who invented it. Okay, so <laughs> so Blaney Boo in the next scene yes. gets some baby cakes. Yes. Um, yeah, June is meeting with him as he preps for the Which showcase. are just cupcakes, by the way. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, they're in the Niata classroom, which now is the June Dalloway dance studio or whatever, dance lab, mm. dance mixatorium. Um, but so <laughs> Blaine, uh, so they, they sit down to eat these baby cakes and Blaine begs June yeah. to let Kurt be in it for just a number because he lied to Kurt about it. Yeah, he, he does say to June, I've been lying to Kurt, yes. so it would really... <laughs> it would be really helpful for me if you would let him be in the showcase. And June is like, it's a hard no from June. <laughs> it's like, explicitly just like, no. No. Absolutely not. be in not. the showcase. Yeah. My reputation... Is at stake. Is at stake here. Yeah. Um, and... Blaine's like, but he's so good. And June's, June's like, like, no. I have an eye for talent. Um, but so, yeah. So then June leaves. <laughs> and sad Blaine yeah. <laughs> mounts the piano yes. to sing the All re- of Me. A reprise of Teenage Dream. Oh, wait. Nope. It's All of Me. <laughs> what if it had? What oh if the third God. time? Just this time he turns into a puddle of goo at the end. <laughs> he doesn't really cry during no. the number. He gets very emotional, but he doesn't really cry. But It's if- like an emotional Blaine piano number, but like yeah. at this point when Sam and I had already watched the episode, we were both feeling quite disillusioned. Yes. Well, because Mercedes' song told yeah. us to start shaking you're our heads totally, at, at the totally establishment. Right. <laughs> Why is Blaine singing this John Legend song? It's for the iTunes single. Shusha shaking my head. <laughs> um, yeah. All of me... Yeah. Wants all the iTunes singles money. money. Yeah. Um, and Blaine, it just seems really sad, Blaine. Yes. Sad exclamation point, Blaine. <laughs> yes. And uh, confused Kurt brings some lunch yes. into the Niata classroom. It's yep. a single lunch bag that he um, comes over. He seems very confused about how Blaine is being so emotional. So emotional. Yeah. And uh, he's wearing an ascot, of course. Of course. Uh, a neckerchief, if you will. His pants are really cool, though. Uh, sure. They were white with some like cool metallic stripes oh, along fun. the sides. Um, and Blaine and Kurt, when Blaine finishes, it's like, "Wow, that was really nice, but sad." And are you okay? And uh, Kurt's, Blaine, like, he's, really. Kurt's also like, "Oh, I brought you lunch, but I see you've already had dessert." Well, yeah, <laughs> it's not. I mean, I remember the line being very like. Like, I don't know, pointed, but mm-hmm. it's not that way in the episode. It's really just me like, he's like making a joke and he's like, I brought some lunch, but it looks like you already had some dessert. Um, but then Blaine is like, I lied to you. I've been lying to you yep. for three months. <laughs> I thought I could convince, I, I thought I could convince June. Um, and then it wouldn't be lies anymore. They wouldn't be lies, Kurt. Then they wouldn't be lies anymore. And Kurt's like, well, we've had long ass conversations about how you shouldn't lie to me. Feeling really wounded. Yeah, Kurt throws the bag of lunch across the room. Yeah, that's a lot. On the first watch, I remember Maggie was like, that's a red flag. (laughs) And I was like, you know what's a bigger red flag? Lying to someone for three months. But destroying my lunch. Oh, yeah, I know. What a that is a crime. Um, Because if you brought me lunch, I, I, you know, if I was, it's my lunch now. If I was Blaine, I would still eat it. I bet. Um, But so, yeah, Blaine apologizes profusely, but Kurt is upset. Kurt's not having it, and he leaves. Yeah, he storms out as as classically flash. The next scene is uh, at the Treasure Trails shoot. Yes, with Charlie Darling. She. She is a very um, sexually demanding presence yes. throughout her entire time on screen. Yeah. Um, she is a, what, like maybe mid-30s sure. woman. Yeah, blondish. Um, blondish, 
definitely white, yeah. sort of generically hot. Yeah. And um, she she basically well, tells all these boys who are assembled. We'll get to the Sam bit in a okay, second. Yeah. She tells all these boys who are assembled for the Treasure Trail shoot, oh, well, I'll hire whoever makes me the horniest. Yeah, she literally is like, whoever gives me most stirrings in my pants will get the she job. She doesn't say that, though. She either. says something similar to that. She says something like... Spark in my pants. Yeah, something sexiness, whatever. Yeah, but so we find out at the beginning of this scene, because uh, Sam is talking to one of the other models who is a hopeful Treasure Trails cover boy or whatever because mm-hmm. um, he has a rubber band around his wrist. Yeah, and Sam's like fiddling with his rubber band, snapping again it against himself and the um, the other treasure trail boy is like oh, what's that for? And, and, yeah, and then the woman Sam is like, oh, well, you know, I haven't really had a lot of sex recently, so it's to like help me like keep from getting a rogue boner. Oh, yeah, it's been like nine hours for me, dude. <laughs> Murder. Yeah, <laughs> but like legit though, like yeah. I don't understand how this helps. No, I don't get it either. Um, it's like he, the way he phrases, it is like I don't want to pop a rogue chubby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how we does... also get like prolonged shots of like random mo- like girl mo- girl model asses, female model, disgusting. Yeah. yeah, because they're tra- women, Maggie. Well, whatever. I think calling them females is a little bit grosser than women. So we can call well, them calling women. Them, calling them girls is really offensive. It's not. <laughs> They're adults. They are adults. They're not children, that's for not, sure. They are definitely um, not. Charlie Darling brought them with her to... Horn up the dudes. Yeah. Uh, heighten the sexual atmosphere. Yes. And, um, yeah, then we <laughs> to fucking cue the extended 80s dream sequence. Oh, my Here God. Here we fucking go, folks. Yeah, it's the season finale. Yeah, there's going to be a terrible dream sequence. Oh, man. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> I um, mean, well, th- but they use Duran Duran's girls on film. They do. Which is upsetting. Sam sings it. Which, which is, is more upsetting. The, the upsetting part for me, of course. And the costumes are pretty fucking horrible. I'd yeah. say Sam's is the best. It's just a yellow suit with no shirt underneath. Yeah, there are a couple other dudes that have just like okay, suits. suits. But like yeah. the, the costumes on these uh, women models are... are Terrible. terrible they're they're really they're bad. so bad the makeup is pretty fun but yeah, the makeup on, on charlie darling especially with yeah. like the weird like smoky eye like but in Neon. different patches yeah. it's super weird um so that's cool yeah. but the costumes are bad most of them are like yeah swimsuits from like 2012 with white belts on top that <laughs> seems pretty gross to me yeah um and Maybe that just sounds really judgy for me, but honestly, this 80s dream sequence is the worst dream sequence we've had. <laughs> yeah. Um. The other, again, back to the Roban thing, like, I, that wouldn't prevent you from being horny. I think all it would do is make you associate hurting yourself with well, horniness. No, I mean, maybe Sam is really not turned on by pain. I don't know. That's perfectly possible. I think that's how you fix that problem. <laughs> is to just start associating it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This dream sequence is bad. Sam made a point when we were watching. Like, the blocking is terrible. Yeah. Like it's so lazy. When when because Sa- yeah, show Sam is like walking uh, over, yeah. like just walks across the set <laughs> as the camera sort of circles him until he's just sitting on a couch, and then the girls like dogpile him. That's yeah. it. Well, and also just like it feels girls like they tried to film. like. 
like set it up with the beat of the song but Two like the moves later, they do during the like is just late like it's just like turn around and like the slowest shit it's just i don't know it, it's just sad. I love the song a lot, and I'm sad that they did a bad job. Yeah, it's an okay song. I think maybe I would have preferred it if... Um, Anyone else sung it? Yeah, and you know, in regards to Sam, I think it would be fun to watch him do like a porn storyline. <laughs> okay, well, I mean... We've actually, I mean, we've gotten as close as we physically can get to that yeah. with it be- still being a teen comedy because he was a stripper. Right. At fifth. Team? Yeah, which man, the more we look back at that, the worse it gets. Well, well, wait, no, he was sixteen when he got on the show. When he was sure, because he was a he, sophomore. When he was Rocky, he was sixteen. Yeah, so between sixteen and seventeen, definitely underage. <laughs> Definite. um, <laughs> if there's anything we can say, definitely underage yeah. for this whole thing. Uh, so. Charlie Darling chooses Sam for yes. some reason with a with a real sexy moment. Uh huh. When she basically just straddles him on the couch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's she's like, you've got it. And then as she walks away, we zoom in on Sam snapping that rubber band with a weird smirk on his face. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, it's like it is weird. Is that helping? Yeah. Um. So then we move to the next scene. Um, it's it's in two parts, I guess, because we have two, much much like the Glee tradition of mm-hmm. the high school splitting into boys and girls. Um, we have girl talk, which yeah. of course includes Kurt, because yep. why wouldn't it? Um, which is Rachel, Kurt, even and though Brittany. he's hot and butch now, we all know this, <laughs> right? There was a whole episode about it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So the girls and the boys have separated Sam and Mercedes so that they can discuss how they need to break up. Yes, this the entire group thinks that this breakup needs to happen. Yes, and um, Rachel and Kurt point out that Mercedes is going on this mall Malt tour, tour. Yeah. and that um, if even if she trusts Sam, isn't it sort of cruel? <laughs> to be leaving him here without her um and um mercedes uh, assures that is assured that sam has control and that he doesn't even think about sex no and then we flash back to um Artie, sam and blaine where sam is saying sex all i think about is sex yeah and i i want it because i am sam and um there's i think the funniest part of this scene is that Blaine, Artie, and Sam seem to only have two video game controllers. Yes, yes. (laughs) Which, so, like, he'll just, like, because I feel like at the start of the scene, it's Blaine, or it's Sam and Blaine who are playing Halo or whatever. And then when we get to the, like, all I think about is sex, Artie has somehow gotten one of these controllers, and then Sam just plucks the other one out of Blaine's hands, and Blaine is kind of like, well, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) But... Yeah, um, they they're both seem pretty assured that they're going to stay together mm-hmm. and that things will be fine. Yeah, um, because Sam knows that he can he can make it work without you know betraying Mercedes's trust and Mercedes believes in Sam. Blah blah blah. Um, so then we move to uh, it's a sequence with Mary. Yes, uh, Hall- interviewing Hallow- Halloran. Halloran. Um, yeah, she interviews the various people in Rachel's life. First, it's Artie. Yes. At film school, she just shoves a few donuts in her bra. 
Is she hitting on Artie? I just... Well, because Artie brings it up. Yeah. And and then she's like, oh, did you, did want? you want this one? Yeah. Which, like, I guess makes sense if somebody's going to bring up the fact that you've, like... Stuffed a donut in your bra. Yeah, make someone feel uncomfortable enough to never say anything to anyone. Yeah. Uh, and then... Oh, she hangs out with Blaine and Brittany. Yes. Uh, seemingly at Mercedes' apartment, where it's, Blaine is it's like... It's an unknown location. Blaine is sitting at like an antique desk yes. in the middle of a room. Yes. <laughs> in, in like a fancy room, by yes. the way. There's like shag carpet it's, also. It definitely sort of has Mercedes' apartment vibes. Yeah, sort but like of? where? Is it upstairs? upstairs? Is it in a room we've never seen before? Probably. Like, what, where was the room that Clayne had that fight about? It was the little living room. About, really? Yeah. Well, well, it, it also includes like the dining room area that's in the back. But not the, but not the like den where Mercedes and Sam watch the facts of life. No, that's where it was. No. <laughs> I mean, now that I think about it, it was like a different reality of Mercedes' <laughs> apartment where like they didn't have like the back room like the actual like back dining room because in the clean fight there's like a table like a long table yeah but there's also just like a door to like a kitchen yeah it's it sort of seems like it sort of seems like that area is just Blaine's it's like <laughs> but there's a staircase in the back where the but Mercedes, like, makeup and stuff was up there. So are both of the bathrooms upstairs? Okay, floor plan. Let's do this. No, I think we don't the have bottom, time for this. I think the bottom floor has the kitchen and that miscellaneous, like, sitting area. Sure. Which is where this desk could be. Well, Blaine is sitting okay. at this antique desk. But and Mary Hollow... <laughs> oh, you want to keep the, talking about it? The problem is when they get the dog, yeah. there's, like, a full-on, like, extra room oh, back yeah, there. yeah, in, like, the front. Yes. So like I don't know where any of it is now. Like, I think her I think her apartment just changes shape yeah. to fit the fit the needs. It's a room of requirement apartment. It's very fancy. Anyway, to keep moving here. Um. So yeah. So Blaine is getting interviewed. Um. And he seems a little exasperated. But Mary is on the floor under the desk between his between his legs. I think. They, well, she references like, his loafers, sort of next to his legs. Yeah, she compliments the loafers. Yeah, and then the we sort of zoom out a little bit to see that Brittany is, is right there. next to her. Yes, and it's like, wow, you're really you're the smartest person I've ever met. Like Brittany is very into Mary Holloway. And yes, then, and then we cut yeah. to Rachel's dressing room. Yeah, um, back on Broadway, and Kurt apparently got an interview at some point, but we didn't see that. But he's telling Rachel that she needs to be careful because Mary is fucking weird. <laughs> and Mary is there. She has like she's putting on like one of Rachel's coats, like being like, "Oh, what is this like?" And Rachel um, is telling Kurt that this is her big opportunity. After she does this TV show, she can come back to Broadway and make a lot more money than yeah. what she makes okay. now. Which is that? Is that the reason? Is she not making enough money? being fanny bryce because it never seemed like that was the problem pro like and also it's just i just wish we had any reasoning as to why rachel is unhappy with her job yeah. besides that montage yeah because it didn't explain it at all yes like this i know is what I've been i saying. know we've talked about it a lot but it's just it's so frustrating it's that terrible rachel is like oh no my childhood dream is nothing yeah it's this is terrible <sighs> this is terrible yeah. definitely yeah. we go to a uh an informal read-through yes. of the untitled 
Mary, Mary Halloran. Halloran project, yeah. uh, where Rachel, Kurt, uh, well, let's say their names. Yeah. Rachel, Sert. Yes. Nittany. Yep. Slane. Yes. Blardy. Blardy. And Jam. And Jam are all sitting. Yes. Um, Rachel's name is still Rachel. And... <laughs> okay, so we do get to see a couple scenes from this. Yes. Which is fun. Yes, I agree. The one there's it starts off in Rachel and Sert's apartment where yeah. Rachel's eating a full sheet cake, crying about how her NASA dads forgot, forgot her birthday. birthday. Yes. And Sert arrives wearing um a, a Bronx dinosaur? dumpster dino costume. Yeah. Uh, when he's like, oh, it had fleas, and then I took it off, and then I put it back on. Because I missed having it on. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not hashtag, great. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. hashtag. That's hashtag. a joke where they just... Um, Keep saying hashtag? Like, they just say, like, they say hashtag, and then, like, a series of letters. Yes. And um, in the... When we had the subtitles on, I was like, oh, perfect. I'll know what they're spelling. They're not spelling anything. Oh, it's nothing. They're spelling nothing. nothing. And then they just end the scene by saying hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag, And we jump back to reality where Kurt is like giving Rachel the full on side eye. And she's like, oh, well, maybe we just need to go a few pages from here. Well, well, but before we get there, they do finish the scene. Like they are still in the scene, though, when we cut back because they're both saying Hashtag, 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 hashtag. hashtag. It it is sort of like a comment on (laughs) the way that the media portrays social media awareness. I think so. But um, I'm not giving Cleo credit for it. (laughs) I mean, Mary Halloran is a genius, but uh, not for the reasons you think. So Uh, the next scene that gets read is Slane and Nittany have an affair. They're they're naked (laughs) at a bed together. And um, Slane is talking about how they're. It attraction and romance yeah. doesn't make any sense because she's mostly a lesbian and he's and, gay and he's gay and then they're like but i have something to tell you and they're like oh well we each do let's say it together <laughs> and they commit to continuing their affair uh and, and then, opening yeah. an art gallery performance space downstairs downstairs <laughs> yes um, okay, I mean that would be amazing, but <laughs> yes. yeah. Which so then we we cut back to reality, um, and then where uh, Blaine is like, look, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then every like so then we we get one final scene, um, where we cut to the loft where they're having a coffee rave, which um, it's Rachel's surprise birthday. Yes, coffee, coffee rave. rave. Um, which there's a whole extended scene of Blardy like explaining all of this to. Is it Sert? I I think yeah, it's, it's Sert. Yeah, and like Rachel's really sad and she's yes. crying. And she has like she has like tear teardrop makeup, like Euphoria yeah. style teardrops, <laughs> yes. which is cool. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Artie, oh, well, Blarty, excuse yeah. me, Blarty like starts getting into like Rachel's emotional baggage, and yes. then we flash to reality where Artie is like, hey, hey, can we pause for a second because this monologue is like six pages long there's not even any punctuation in here <laughs> yes um which um i i mean it's so but like i just i don't understand at this point anymore is glee aware that it's just making fun of itself at yeah this point? totally like it has to be i mean yeah it knows yeah having monologues the that self- go on forever but we've talked about this the self-awareness is what makes it worse. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and Rachel, after seeing these scenes, 
admits that everyone was right. Yes, of it's course, shitty. it's, it's a terrible shitty, shitty because Mary Halloran is eccentric. Right. Sure. Also, uh, well, let's be real. It's too clickbaity, I guess. Like it seems like it's. Um, yeah, definitely seems like these are the shots that they used in the promo. Like, oh, look, <laughs> we're so desperate for viewers. Blaine and Brittany slept together. Yeah, exactly. Ah! Yeah. Watch the show and find out what happened. <laughs> yes. Um, sure. Uh, we're going to have some romantic resolution in the next scene. Yes. Where we are on the front steps of Mercedes' apartment. Yes. I'm pretty well, sure that maybe. is the location. It might be, like, in a back alley, like... They're on some steps. They're on some steps, but there's like graffiti on the wall right behind them. Yeah, but I think it's supposed to be Mercedes' apartment. Okay. Well, um, and yeah. Blaine is feeding um, pigeons, feeding a massive group of pigeons. There's like twenty of them. <laughs> and <laughs> Kirk, Kirk comes over um, as Blaine is like dejectedly tearing apart this piece of bread, and Kurt says they're full of diseases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, and then uh, um, I don't remember what Blaine responds. Blaine, about, but like, Blaine said, "Well, at Kurt's, like, how are you going to perform at your showcase with Bumblefoot?" Yeah. And Blaine says, "Humans can't catch Bumblefoot." <laughs> yes, um, which is a terrible, like, flesh-eating parasite, right? What did you read? It's a, it's a Staphylococcus infection in Ugh. the feet of poultry that causes like a big abscess that's filled with pus. Um, but yeah, so anyway, anyway, this scene turns into an extended metaphor for <laughs> like flying. flying. Yeah, cuz cuz so Blaine is like I don't even want to do the show anymore and then Kurt goes on this like Well, long because Blaine says first you're the most important thing to right, me. Right. And that's when Kurt is like do you think birds know what's going on when they first fly? <laughs> when they jump out of the nest, they just have to trust that something is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. And Kurt's like, and then I realized that our, that this is like that, that I have to... That this, this relationship that trust, is like that. that he, doesn't say, he doesn't say anything quite outright because Glee never can. It's always well, like this banding around the bush, this, this artistic feels, poetry shit. Yeah, this feels like they're trying to get an Emmy nomination for having this like totally. weird extended <laughs> like flight yeah. metaphor. Because <laughs> Kurt's like, oh, I realize that trust is a decision. Yeah, trust is I, a choice. And I just need to decide to trust you. <laughs> like, what? And, and then Kurt is like, I know how I am. I realize <laughs> no, that, okay. if, that if I had to tell me about the showcase, I would lie too. Yeah, like it's really bad. Um, <laughs> and Blaine is just like, yeah. he's, he's just like struck with his good fortune. Yeah, it's pretty like, much. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he's like, thank God it's working out. And uh, <laughs> finally, at the end of the scene, um, Blaine's like, it's like, oh, I'm so excited to get to watch you fly. And yes. Blaine's like, wow, I love you. Um, I, I don't know if it's just this bird talk, but I'm feeling really horny. It's <laughs> like, what does that even mean? He doesn't say horny, but that's like no, yeah, the but, implication, right? That's what yeah. he says. I'm, I'm, feel, I'm feeling it. Yeah, you know, he implies that he is sexually turned. Oh, I think he said. It, I think he said. I think he said. I don't know if it's all this bird talk, but I'm getting really turned on. <laughs> which is like, what the fuck? <laughs> we we ended up going down some like weird Google roads when yeah, we tried to figure I, this we, out. But I don't want. We tried to, we tried to figure out him. like what a furry, but like for birds, is named. But there's no. There doesn't seem to be a good word. I, I like feathery. 
fine. You know, I looked that up and only golf balls came up. So <laughs> yeah. So I think anyway, we're doing okay. Th- th- there's implication that they're gonna go make love. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I, I guess it's like, I okay. I guess it's better that like gay sex is happening. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> Even if it's like just a hint, it, just a hint of it. Also, yeah. birds are involved. the The way that they hug when Kurt forgives Blaine. Do you remember it? No. <laughs> when so Kurt forgives him, and then Blaine just sort of like puts his arms around his shoulder and like tries to like nestle into his neck like multiple times like uh, trying to get it to fit yeah perfectly and it, it doesn't really work out the first time or two sure <sighs> i don't mm. know that uh, this scene just feels devoid of any true connection yes especially since they started off with bumblefoot and have this like They're i know full i of keep diseases. bringing it up but this extended metaphor about is just fucking stupid it's not like emotional re- it's like not about connecting emotionally it's no. about talking about birds well like i mean obviously it's like talking about how blaine this is a big opportunity for blaine but like that's it like there's nothing about it that implies the actual relationship to me it's just that like oh no blaine is successful now yeah and and instead of like kurt addressing how he has trust issues yeah. with Blaine because of that one time that Blaine fucked a lighthouse. Like right. this, <laughs> yeah, like, this stuff should be carrying forward. But I guess like the only time to bring that up is in conversation when you can use it as a like, yeah, as a fun <laughs> joke about STIs um, <laughs> about STIs in front of all your friends. Yeah. So anyway, they're gonna go have sex. We're gonna move sure. on. Um, Rachel tells Mary she wants a different show. Well, she sort of lies to Mary at yes. first. She's like, listen, your your, your piece is, is so really brilliant. Just really good. But when, when I was in high school glee club, I needed musical numbers to convey my feelings. So she... Well, okay. So She before, tells her that she's going to show her her essence. <laughs> yeah, before we get to that, I just want to clarify that, like, they talk about it a little bit, and Mary is like, Oh, no, 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 you don't understand. TV nowadays is all about anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. Women who hate themselves, or fat women who hate themselves and can't date men, and men who kill people, which... <laughs> She's not wrong, though. Yeah, that that period of time, especially... I mean, definitely but, still now, yeah. Yeah, but, like, she says that the one thing that... Okay, I just put it together. She says that the one thing that Rachel's life lacks is irony, mm. which the iconic quote from Glee: "There's nothing icon, there's nothing ironic, there's about, nothing sh- ironic about show, show choir." choir. <laughs> so like, <laughs> fuck, man, how did I miss that until right now? Or like now, mm-hmm. now I make Glee look like it actually knows what it's doing. Fuck, it really doesn't fuck, though. Fuck. Is the thing? Yeah, because in the Wikipedia page they mention how um, Leah Michelle chose this number for herself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, okay, that explains a lot. Um, so Rachel, to show her essence to Mary, um, goes up on the stage at the Spotlight Diner and sings "Glitter in the Air." Yes. Um, which and, it's much to Mary's chagrin, which I much appreciate. But Mary also like gets up part part of the way through yes. the song and like walks up to the stage like she's been struck by a revelation. Yeah, she's transfixed, and she does what Rachel wants after the song is over. Yes, you know we're not. I'm not. We haven't really mentioned what the song 
is like. And I mean, because you don't, you know, you don't need, you know like, already. Yeah. If you've heard the song Glitter in the Air by Pink, you know how the song sounds. And like Rachel, Rachel just does, a, does it. She just does a good version of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just. The, does Did this show you Rachel Berry's essence? No. No. <laughs> it didn't. All it did was sell iTunes money. They were like, you can sing any song as long as it's popular and famous. And <laughs> Leah Michelle was like, I choose pink. And they're like, cool. The weird thing to me is that the show all at once wants Rachel to be this bombastic, demanding character yes. who we both love. Right. But also like now that. Okay, she's got a she's got a, an emotional side. Yeah, now that her, um her lover has passed, she is right. like sort of a like aged and wise. Yeah, she's she's a little broken on the inside. What really what really makes you an adult? Which I guess like Rachel is aged and wise to a certain extent. She's I mean, had some okay, good conversations no, with Mercedes. Okay, but she's but she literally shot her like golden opportunity in yeah, the foot. She did, and was like, oh, I don't want this anymore because I'm bored and it's like that's not asian wise that's just lazy well, like it does the song glitter in the air paint a picture of rachel who uh, like a multifaceted rachel that is all of these things i mean no no the song has no emotional resonance whatsoever <laughs> like i mean okay uh, you know and why didn't they have blaine sing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah if someone's gonna sing pink it should be blaine yeah probably um i mean What's her name? Kristen Chenoweth did a pretty good rendition. You're right. But yeah, so anyway, Mary gets into it. I have no idea what the fuck it shows, but Mary is like, oh, it made me feel happy, which is weird because Glitter in the Air is not a very, like, particularly happy song. I'm no. pretty sure it's about, like, sadness and regret. Um, so that's weird. But um, then <laughs> Rachel hugs her, and Mary is like, you need to leave. So I can so shame, I can shame eat. eat. Which is Christian Shaw. Oh, yeah, Christian Shaw's great. Uh, yeah. We go to the treasure trove shoot yes. proper yeah. next, where Charlie Darling has Sam um, shirtless in front of her. He's also, his jeans are open. Yeah, <laughs> we can see his underwear. It's sexy. And she's like, oh, you were so sexy yesterday. Banana. Like, she says some foods. Do you remember? Chocolate. Banana. Oh, yeah. Like she, just <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, yells food at him. No, yeah, and it's... she's, like, taking pictures of him. And it's like, oh, no, be sexier. Sexier. And, oh, where'd your... Where's your sex energy? Where, Did you get laid? Energy? Yeah, she says that. And then Sam's like, oh, well, you know, it's really more like the crew and stuff. Yeah, yeah he's and, like, that dude keeps staring at me. And, and then the guy holding the silk, like, bounce sheet yeah. is, like... Oh yeah, I mean, one of your nipples is higher than the other, isn't it? Which like seems unprofessional on a shoot for that person no, to be talking he, at all. He asked, he's like, "Is one of your nipples higher than Whatever. the other?" Which is, I mean, honestly, did Court Overstreet just show up and they're like, "You're gonna have to be shirtless." And he's like, "But one of my nipples is higher than the other," and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna be really his, shirtless." They made fun of his nipples last time. I know he was. Well, no, not no, <laughs> not the fucking last time he was shirtless. <laughs> like the first time he was shirtless. Yeah. Nene Leaks is like, yes. Oh, you, your nipples white are really tiny. White, yeah, one white boy with one nipple higher than the other. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I mean. Can Sam's nip free Sam's nipples? Twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen, whatever. So, uh, yeah. Charlie Darling gets him alone. She yeah. sends everyone else away. She pulls out a Polaroid camera. She and gives him the beer. 
even well, though he's Well, she offers 19. to give him one. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm 19. And she's like, your mom doesn't have to know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she like... Such a not sexy thing to bring up. <laughs> you know, Sam like sort of circles... Sam is just like in the middle of yes. this shoot. Yeah. And she, she uh, circles him, says some like... Well, she's like, she's like... Talk to me. Just talk to me. And Sam and says, Sam, oh, if I, um, if I was a soup, if I was a soup I'd be minestrone. Because I'm a mix of emotions. When I first saw this, I was like, did she ask what soup he would be? Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I just assumed that I'd missed something. Right. No. No. He just fucking brings that up. Yeah. And uh, then she's like, oh, minestrone is sexy. No, <laughs> <laughs> and then he... Then he just kind of does like a stream of consciousness, like yeah. train of thought thing. And and more so, he's like, I'm really worried about how this is going right now. Yes. And she's like, oh, why? And he's like, oh, well, I just, this job is really important to me. And I'm worried that if I don't please you. I'll lose it. Oh, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Which it's like, <laughs> I love that they just like. Okay, we need to make sure that this seems like a power imbalance, like yeah. fucked up thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it gets really kind of rapey which is not great she backs him up against a ladder and like sort of closes in on him uh she intimidates and assaults him because she kisses him yeah um yeah yeah i mean that's that's what happens it's not great it's really (laughs) not great um mostly because this next scene starts with sam arriving to mercedes's house obviously like very upset we didn't mention one thing oh okay at the beginning of the conversation, before he says, no, he says the thing about soup. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and you are really hot. Yes. So he does like, he doesn't like come on to her. No, but, but I mean, but that doesn't mean anything. No. <laughs> like, you're right. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm not trying to excuse that she's like somebody. Predating. She, predating on him. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely doing some like really shitty sh- stuff, especially yeah. because she is like. His boss, effectively. She's, well, she's a photographer, right. which means that like she's sort of his boss for the day or whatever. But right. like, she's not his. She's like an, somebody else who was hired to do this, which right. like sucks too. Yes. <coughs> um. Yeah. I. I just don't like the the way the show took it. Like, no. Oh, it's okay that she like intimidated and assaulted him because he he called her hot earlier in this right which i i mean i think they never they never say what it is they never right. say this is assault this shouldn't have happened right which yeah because so let's let's talk about the the fallout here so sam arrives at mercedes's house he's very upset and mercedes is like hey i got us cupcakes to celebrate a back door no he comes to the front door he definitely comes to the front door <laughs> um but so then he like He's like really like downtrodden and she's like, oh, I got cupcakes. What's what's wrong? And then he sits down with her and he's like, I have to tell you something. I cheated on you. And then she's like, what? And he's like, well, this photographer at work was like coming on to me and then she kissed me and then I cried and she took a lot of pictures of me while I was crying and then I left. (laughs) And then Mercedes is like, Sam, you didn't cheat on me, which Which would be the perfect time to address. For Mercedes to be like. Oh, you didn't cheat on me. She assaulted you. Right. Yeah. I like, don't know if that's the words you say, I mean, but the, I mean, the problem is just that like Glee has not set itself no. up to address this in any way, shape, or form, no. and it's not doing a very good job. Uh, just like normal uh, for the past season or so, they have been like, "Oh, we we still want to sort of cover the hot topics that right. Glee is used to," but they're like, "Let's just kind of." <laughs> 
have them. Like with the dogs yeah. last episode, right? Yes. Like how they implied that all these dogs were being murdered. Like they, they never say straight up, no. oh, this dog is going to get euthanized. No. They just say like, oh, you uh, know what happens to old, dogs. It's the worst part of my job. What the fuck? Yeah, like. And here again, it's like, yeah. oh, you didn't cheat on me, Sam. Let me yeah. comfort you. She kissed you. She kissed you. You didn't kiss her back. And he's like, well, I did a little bit. I did sort of like reflex. And then I cried. (laughs) Yeah. But so um, the nice thing is Mercedes definitely handles it well because like I feel like Sam is obviously very upset about it. But this is inspires her to confess to Sam all these things that she's been thinking. She admits that um, on more self-reflection, she's not going to be ready supposedly to to get married until 30 because um she's she doesn't say it outright uh she's just like i'm not sure i'm ever gonna i'm like i'm gonna be ready yeah miscellaneously because they never talk specifics especially in emotional conversations um with lots of uh glee characters especially the heterosexual relationships always just sort of like vague like whatever no i mean yeah i mean all the relationships are vague yeah. They're all vague as hell. Like the birds flying. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she so she worries that he will resent her. Um, yes. If like if they stay together and he feels like he has to not cheat on her. Yeah, yeah. And she's she knows that he loves her and right. that he would wait, which would cause this tension on their love. And yeah. that if they keep holding it like this, it's going to break it. Right. Um, which means that they're breaking up. Uh, yes. And Mercedes promises that if she changes her mind and doesn't want to wait, she'll call Sam. Yes. Which, like, I don't know. It's it's just kind of weird. Like, mostly because they talk about how Sam is going to go have sex with lots of women now. And mm. it just, like, feels weird to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Specifically the line where Sam is like, just know that if I'm out there doing something with someone... I wish I was with you doing something with you. Yeah. Like, like, what? Yeah. Because, like, Mercedes talks about how, like, it's really going to burn her up to, like, have to see him with other women. And, like, they talk about how they have, like, a true love that, like, they'll find each other again or something. It's It feels weird. To be fair, we have not been very kind to this relationship. <laughs> but, but, like, like, should we be? There's no reason no, to be. You no. know? So Sam found these um like Glee season basically videos yeah um that sort of went viral over the past week or so yeah where and I watched the Glee season two one and like that's where the Sam Sadie's relationship supposedly started sure but like have they ever had chemistry as characters I get that they're like personable as. As actors, that's what yeah. we see a lot, I feel, because we've never seen them have, like, a conversation well, that wasn't centered around how in love, in, in, like, but Maggie, quote, unquote, they, love they were. They, they, they have a third wheel. Jesus. Jesus. A shared third wheel. Anyway, no, I mean, I guess it's just, it doesn't, it never really <sighs> resonated for me. And, like. It doesn't resonate for me either because Sam's not good enough for Mercedes. No, absolutely And, like, he not. continually embarrasses her yeah. in so many situations. He, he and he doesn't fucking try. Learn. Yeah, he doesn't seem to really learn from his mistakes, which is a real red flag for me, just, like, as a person. It's yeah. like, you fucked up at that interview and you didn't do anything to try to, like. You were told not to get a dog and you got one? And then when you were told to 
take the dog back. You didn't. You just explicitly ignored that too. Like, it just seems a little unhealthy. Anyway, it's fine because they're breaking up. We're going to the showcase where we jump in to No Time at All, which is a song from Pippin. Yes. We we paused the episode so that I could read to Sam the entire entire synopsis of Pippin. It was a lot. Was it what you expected? No. Yeah, it wasn't really what I expected (laughs) either. I got to be real. Yeah. And um, uh, June and Blaine are singing this together. Blaine is on the piano. He's wearing a brocade blazer. Yeah. June is in all black with a glittery lapel. Yep. And uh, they sing it. Yeah, they sing it. And also, so so do all of the other 19-year-olds. So does everyone. Because... At the center table, yeah. in the middle of the Niata classroom, supposedly the best seats in the house. Yes. You know, what? that's what I would say. Right. It's full, a table full. Of Blaine's friends. Of Blaine's friends. Of the, the Glee gang, as it were. Right. The Glee squad. Yeah. We've got uh, Mercedes. And Sam and Artie S- and yeah. Rachel. Brittany might even be there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so anyway, whatever. They, they all get to sing, too. It's very fun. Very cute. Already knows the song very well. Sam also knows the song. It feels weird, but it's there, fine. The line that's the most uncomfortable for me is like the bit where June is like sitting on Blaine's knee. Yes, and just like <laughs> the boy that calls me Graham or whatever. Like, yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's a weird. To be fair, that sounds like the song itself is weird. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's who am I to be led astray by a boy who calls me Granny? Something yeah. like that, which like. <laughs> I don't know what? about that. And Blaine is like, is like kneeling and she's on his knee and it's yeah. just. It's weird. But so anyway. No, then, I don't like any of it. Then, so we we finish the number. They run off to the side of the room and compliment each other on how well they just did, which is a weird time to do it because it's not over yet. Um, and they're also in the room with everyone looking at them still. So like, yeah. anyway, so then uh, Blaine's like, okay, uh, I'm going to go back up there. And then uh, Kurt comes up behind June and June is like, you're really nice for supporting your friend like this. And Kurt's like, um, he's not, <laughs> he's not my, my friend. friend. He's <laughs> the love of my life. Yeah, And nobody and nothing is ever going to become between us. And then June, <laughs> it's fun because we get a shot where it's like he's standing behind June. And so like we see June's facial reactions to this and it's done. It's done well. Like, um, I yeah. mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's Shirley MacLaine is an the sh- actress. The shot is um, well lit. Yes, that's I don't very know. True. <laughs> yeah, but so <laughs> so then we so then we move to Blaine addressing the yeah. addressing the Blaine's audience dress yeah. where he um, he thanks June yes. for everything that she's done for him, and then invi- blatantly ignores everything she told him. <laughs> yeah, because he invites his one true love yes. Kurt up to sing yeah. because. Um, if you want to get to know Blaine, it's to listen to his one true love sing. Yes. Um, so just to clarify for our listeners before we get into it, I had assumed that this meant that they would do a duet. No, no. Kurt is the main vocal <laughs> vocal voice for this piece. I, but I would say that Blaine is featured. He is featured, but it is definitely a featuring Blaine, not a like Blaine and Kurt song. I suppose. They sing American Boy. Yes, they do. Which is 
It's sort of amazing. Yeah. So okay, when it starts, it's very funny because Kurt, like I'm saying, is on the um, Estrella part. Yeah, Australia. they're standing Australia. right next to each other. Yeah. We we see Blaine and uh, Kurt right in front of the audience, and they're just sort of like bopping to the beat. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then and then so Blaine has like the Kanye parts uh-huh. that are like like talking talking yes. for a little bit at the beginning and Rapping, Kurt's lines are only just. Kurt's lines are just huh and yeah and like like little interjections yes so when this starts all like we were watching it with Chris last week and all of us are just like what the fuck is happening how are <laughs> like yeah you, you invited Kurt up here just to like huh. yeah yeah um, but then then it starts in full force Kurt has the majority of the vocal lines and they do some synchronized dancing, which yep. is very enjoyable. There's a bit where um, he goes up to Rachel, the part when he's, it's like, oh, hey, sister. And he goes up to Rachel and like, it's really nice to meet you. They shake hands. Yes. And um, then there's a bit about the, pa- about the baggy pants and liking yes. what's underneath them. Yes, we watched the number twice because it was very good. <laughs> it's it's really enjoyable is the thing. And uh <laughs> At the end, it turns into like a line dance. Yes, where they pull like <laughs> the rest of the gleeb, uh, glebes yeah. get up <laughs> off the table and um, like go and dance behind Blaine and Kurt, where they're suddenly doing the electric, electric slide. slide. Yes. Sam caught it, and um, they <laughs> Shirley McLean gets in the middle of them <laughs> and like half-heartedly does the electric <laughs> slide. It's something. It's, it's really something. Sam like looked at that and she's like, he's like, she didn't learn the choreography. And it's like, yeah, you're so right. Um, yeah. So the song ends. Yes. Everyone cheers. Yep. Oh, Kurt's wearing a cool blazer that has oh, a, a skyline yeah. on it. Yes. It's cool. And uh, not like Fraser style. No, no. Like, like it's not like photorealistic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, Shirley MacLaine, June Dalloway. Uh, says to Blaine, don't let anyone, even me, make you doubt what you're sure of. Yes. Well, because Blaine's like, I'm really sorry that we did the thing you told us not to do. And then June's like, oh, no, no, no. Everyone loved it. I'm going to take credit for it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, there's also a fun little joke about her, how her third husband was gay, too. Um, this is the last time we will see her. Goodbye, June. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so then... Uh, we're going to move on to the second read, which yes. we don't actually see any of it. We see no, the last line. We just see like Rachel basically congratulating herself <laughs> yes. on how good her new script is yes. and how like this is what like the role she was born to play. She's like, oh, I thought it was yeah. Fanny, but it's really this now that yes. I've read it. And everyone's like, yeah, good for you. No, dude. no. They're like, it is really good. I know. Artie's like, I cried three times or something. It's, But again, we didn't see any of it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So, so anyway. it's all a lie. <laughs> Probably. Uh, and then they all rush out of the loft, go downstairs to see where Sam is on a bus yes. driving by. Because yes. I guess... Maybe, I mean, how did they know? Was Sam looking no, out Sam the window? Lo- yeah, he heard a bus and runs and looks out the window and then runs out of the apartment. It actually, like... That's cute. Yeah. But so um, he's excited because his, quote, junk is on a bus, which we had a debate about this. It's his torso. Yeah. There is, there's no, um like... Peen. There, there's no genital region right. depicted on this bus. Right. It's, it's literally... The- the pubic triangle yes. does not appear. Right. Yeah. You can see the like the like cum gutters. 
Um, yeah. But like that's about like it gets it stops like right below the navel. So yeah. Um. Thanks for using that word on our podcast. <laughs> yes. So then. Thanks. Um. But so Sam. He, t- he tells is very him, excited. He tell, so Artie says, "This is going to be the start to an amazing career." And Sam says, or the finish, I'm moving home to Ohio. Yes. And then I put in my notes, dot, 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 Tennessee, because that's where his family is. Right. Um, uh, But I guess he's going to go to Ohio. Well, yeah, we we see him in Lima. We do. In the final montage. montage, You're correct. Um, And he's like, I guess everyone's, you know, scattering here. There's no point in me staying. Yeah. And also he, he likes life slower. Yeah. And so more racist maybe? Maybe more racist. And um Sam is gonna go back to Ohio. Yeah. Mercedes is going on this mall tour. Yes. Rachel is maybe going to LA yes. to film this pilot. She seems pretty convinced that she's gonna go to LA, but it's definitely a maybe. Yeah. And uh Kurt is staying in New York. Right. He's for going Niata. To Niata. And Blaine is also going to Niata. Artie is also going, going to, to film, film school. school. So they're not really scattering so much as Mercedes is leaving and Sam doesn't really have any other reason to be here, I guess. Um, <laughs> Which is why the word scattering doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Um, and they all group hug and Kurt says, I would kill to break out Wait, in song okay, before, right now. Okay, before we get there. What? Blaine does declare this quote the end of another era for the Glee Kids. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and, then, and then Rachel is like, well, we all have to come back here. In so six months. Very reminiscent of the beginning of this season where <laughs> Kurt was like, we're all going to be in New York for two years. Let's pinky swear it. But like, <laughs> Well, but like, okay, when they're up in the loft before they go downstairs to the bus they yeah. like cheers and say to two years in new york yes yeah does this imply that they've been there for two years <laughs> has it been two i don't think so i really don't think so i don't know i mean anyway i mean they graduated in 2012 right they've only had one christmas there though have they yeah well no we skipped a christmas with the time jump. We did not. They did. would not have done that. They did. Because it jumped from like... Oh, you're right. To like a sp- like winter time. Like <laughs> January, February. Yeah. So I guess technically maybe Kurt and Rachel have been there for, for two, two years, years. But not all of these people. Yeah. They've been in loft for two years yeah. maybe. But anyway, uh, yeah. So... Kurt says the thing about breaking out into yeah. song, and then bam, the lighting changes, yes. and we are in a big group number call for uh, Pompeii. Yes, very emotionally resonant. A A O A O. This is a complete chill. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's a huge group of people out on the street with them while they're all doing like this big flash mobby dance, um, and then on top of it, we get some montage of people leaving um and like things changing because sam and mercedes are both leaving mercedes apartment comes tumbling down in the city but then we see uh blaine moves into the loft yep already continues to go to film school yes (laughs) there's a horrible shot when okay we do see sam in lima yeah he is wearing a A fin fin outfit. outfit yeah uh, which I I guess like people could debate that like oh Sam would wear something like this right. but 
it's like not really Sam's color palette, if that no. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, Sam just didn't wear hoodies like that uh, yeah. in any other context other than Justin Bieber. He did wear a hoodie like that for Justin Bieber, but nothing else. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, it definitely feels like an homage to It's Finn. a fan outfit. He is in McKinley, and he yes. like sees the computer lab that used With to the- be the choir room, and we get a shot from inside of the choir room of Sam's face framed in the little door window. Yes. Yeah, it's... <laughs> this it's, is some glee. This is some glee shit. This is some glee shit right here, <laughs> yeah. bro. This is that cut shit. This is that real shit. But yeah, so we have that. We have Artie in film school. We also get another sh- shot of Artie in film school at what, like for one little snippet of the oh, 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 oh. And like during part of the song, it gets a little quiet and Rachel gets a phone call. Yes. All in the loft. It's it's Clayne and Rachel in the loft because Clayne lives there now. Yes. And <gasps> Rachel got the pilot. The pilot's yes. in production. Rachel has to move to LA. Yeah. They all start screaming. Ah! Rachel continues the song. Yeah. And then we see her on the street in a different outfit. Yep. And none of the other characters, just Rachel, with all these weird extras. We 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 specifically called out a few of them while we were finishing the yeah. episode just because it's fun. But there's like longboard guy is the one I remember because he doesn't actually he sing. He doesn't sing, he just like every stoically other, walks. Every other person sings besides this dude. Yeah. But anyway, so as the song finishes, mm-hmm. all these people are walking up. Rachel is by herself on the street looking down. And then she turns and looks dead into the camera. And then it's over. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, folks. We got a full fourth wall breaking end to this season. <laughs> like, my only thought must be that, like, this is this has all been the Rachel Berry show. This mm. whole fucking bullshit thing. Listen, which begs the question: Why did they devote so much time to Shu? But do we need to read like a bi- like a biography of Leah Michelle? Because like, what if this is what happened to her? Like, she was on Broadway. That's true, and she might have been approached by a Fox executive, Ryan Murphy, yep. being like, "I want to make a TV show." Your Broadway sucks. Come be on you TV. You have to be in it. Maybe we is- might have to do some research. But this this is this episode, Maggie. This this is how this episode of Glee ends. And to be clear, the first time we watched this with Chris, all three of us screamed at the end. Of this <laughs> we did when Rachel we, looked at the screen. We were like, ah! <laughs> we could not believe <laughs> Just that this right is at the what camera. was happening. Oh shit! As like as soon as they started singing this, we were like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, like. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like the, the Rachel looking at us yeah. is just horrifying. Isn't it? It's unprecedented. My podcast business. <laughs> <laughs> What's in those jeans? <gasps> it's the podcast business. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> he was um, wearing baggy jeans, but what was inside them? Podcast business. Hmm. Because all of me is, is the podcast, podcast business. It's all the I podcast want. with all the gold stars and <laughs> the iTunes money <laughs> and the iTunes money for <laughs> extortion of <laughs> listeners. Um, but it's a metaphor, and metaphors are important. Gold stars are important because gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star.
Yeah. Yeah. Welcome um, to the podcast business. We're here. Shush, 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 shaking my head. Is the podcast business really important? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so um, first off, we're going to do gold stars, where we award gold stars to uh, a character who yes. deserved one yes. this episode. Yes. I... <laughs> It's a hard choice this week, isn't it? <laughs> it's really hard. It's not a great, um, not a great cast. Um, I think I'm going to split it between Brittany and Blaine. Okay, for their for their love making. Yeah, for the for the slain and Nittany part partly for that. Yeah, but also for um. Uh, how like the bird scene <laughs> with Blaine. yeah, like I think Blaine is like <laughs> Blaine is not the reason why Kurt and Blaine aren't connecting. If that makes sense, I guess the lies might have something to do with it, but like <laughs> yeah, the lies that have ruined their like, relationship. But like actor chemistry, well, <laughs> chemistry wise, Darren Chris is trying, and right. you can tell. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. If that makes sense. And like Brittany, of course. Oh yeah, she's in the episode. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I have to give her a gold star. She was. Yeah. She did some great dancing too. That's true. That's a good point. That was like the best part of shaking my head. Yeah. Oh, that and of course the um <laughs> the recruiting sales <laughs> part. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I can I can feel that. Um. I I want to give my gold star to Mary Halloran because I love Kristen yeah, okay. Shaw. <laughs> sure. Uh, now we're going to do best number. Yes. Our choices are Shaking My Head, an original piece from the Glee Writers Room. Thank you. <laughs> uh, God damn it. <laughs> All of Me, the John Legend number that, Bla- yeah. that Sad Blaine sings. Girls on Film, the 80s dream sequence. Uh, glitter in the Air. Leah Wh- Michelle's handpicked number. Rachel's Naked Essence. <laughs> Gotta cover that essence up. <laughs> this is a teen show. No time at all. The June Blaine <laughs> Pippin <laughs> relationship. The, what is the name? What is the name of the thing that um, uh, like mother and boy? What's the <laughs> oh mother boy? It's mother literally boy. just mother boy. <laughs> oh god! It yeah. is mother boy. It They're is wearing it's mother boy. Ma- they are wearing matching outfits. <laughs> it's it's very mother boy. Um, <laughs> then we've got American Boy. Yep. by Clayne. And we close the episode with Pompeii. Right. Uh, I am obviously choosing American Boy. It is the only number that I enjoyed watching. (laughs) Yeah, well. um, I mean, like, at all. (laughs) I'm picking Shaking My Head. Just kidding. I'm also picking American Boy. God, yeah. No, the numbers in this episode are either just, like, so obviously money, like, cash grabs, or... Or just like weird as hell. Like Yeah, I mean the girls on film one sort of feels like the writers um were like, Oh, we did Duran Duran already? Damn it, we didn't get girls on film in there. Sort of that, but also like, oh, let's have an extended eighties yes, sequence because yeah. we just want we one. We just love the eighties <laughs> so much. That's when we were hot and young and could do cocaine <laughs> still. So Um I think they can still do cocaine now. No one's stopping them. <laughs> the glitter in the air is just kind of... I mean, again, it's a, it's well done, but it feels like but a like, cash grab. <laughs> like it and lit- it's like, is this Rachel's essence? What, what does that even mean? Is this now Rachel's essence? Because, like, if this is Rachel's essence, I don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... Which is 
incorrect because I know who Rachel Berry is. I mean, honestly, at this point, I don't know if I know who Rachel Berry is anymore. She has when, changed when so I, drastically. When I knew in Rachel the past Berry, few episodes. her essence was "Don't rain on my parade." Real. So, like, I mean, but you are allowed to change over the course yeah, of five years, but like, right? But at, they, we should see that growth, right? Exactly. Like, we should see. It shouldn't be an abrupt sh- change from like one month. I mean, what was like the last I want song Rachel sang? Uh, did she sing anything when Santana and her were having the big feud? Uh, yeah, she sang. She sang plenty of times. Um, but like, what what did you see sing they at sang, the um at the they audition? Sang, they sang police the police to each other. You're right. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did Rachel really want? Like, out of this whole Broadway thing, if, like, her... Uh, I don't know. We don't... There's no reason for her to have changed I mean, this much. To be fair... Whatever. She wanted the role on Broadway, and then she got it, and I guess her, like, ambitious drive just Was had it just that else? one song that was supposed to convince us that... Yeah, the, the like, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. <laughs> what if that's what they had sung? Holy I would have loved it so much. Um, no time at all. Um, it's after th- what? So, so yeah, the, I mean, it's American Boy. We we picked American Boy we as picked our American best number. Boy, yeah, of course. I mean, you can't really pick anything else. No, I mean you can. You're just wrong. Take me to the I mean, no time at all someday. was enjoyable, mostly just because it's so weird. Yeah, but I would like American Boy more. I didn't really enjoy um, No Time at All, but it's fine. Uh, and in conclusion, we have to give some slushy ratings to the episode. We do. Sam, I think I'm going to give this episode three out of yeah. five. Yeah, I'm feeling that. Three out of five feels good because um, this episode overall is pretty mediocre. It's not as bad as the last one. Absolutely. That's the thing. It's definitely not as bad as, like, the last few have been, mostly because it's just, like, the music is, okay, some of the music is weird as hell, but, but like, the obvious cash grabs are at least still, like, well done. Yeah. Like, like Glitter in the Air and uh, all, of all, me. Of, all of Me are both still very well done, even though they're, like, weirdly out of place. Sung and by the sense. two best, best performers yeah. on the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, And also, like... Even though, like, we struggled to find our gold stars today, um, I don't think the plot is too bad. Minus the Sam Sadie's one. Where <laughs> yeah, it has the Sam some... Sadie's bits are, um, I mean, their whole relationship has been pretty terrible. Right. Um, I mean, the biggest thing is, like, the sexual assault. The sexual assault. Right. Which, like, I don't think is a essentially negative thing to cover in a no, story. No, they just didn't. Especially like this, when it's, like, yeah. kind of turning it on its head, and, like, Sam is being right. predated at his job. Like, right. yeah. But they didn't. They didn't do a good job. They need to, like, treat it with more respect than what they did, is what you're right. saying? Sam, yeah. that's impossible. It's, instead of just putting it into their show, like, maybe, you know, like, talking about it a little bit more. But, no, it's fine. Whatever. It... It, I mean, three out of five feels fine because, like... <laughs> I mean, I just feel so uninspired. Like, right. I'm, it's not bad enough to give a five because I just don't fucking care enough. Right. Which, yeah, the ones that deserve five slushies at least fill us with enough vitriol that yeah. we want to give them five. And this one doesn't do that for me. Honestly, the problem is it does make me want to watch more Glee, which yeah. is Yeah, I'm upsetting. telling you, we need to watch season six tonight. 
<laughs> I mean, we probably will, but that doesn't help our listeners. Next week, we'll actually be uh, doing a recap of season five. Yes. So tune in for that. Uh, until then, we're just going to... I mean, yeah. I guess we'll we'll commiserate on these crimes that yeah, Glee yeah. has committed in the next episode. And until then, you can hit us up on Twitter at SNM Glee. Yep. Or on our Gmail at uh, snmhakely at gmail.com. Yep. Hit us up there for anything that you want us to cover next yes. week. Uh, anything, Any sort of questions about season five. Any questions for us about how we're feeling about Glee as a whole. Because I think we are sort of rounding the yeah. final uh, turn yes. here into the home stretch. So we ha- we're not going to have so many final decisions yes. next week. But we will have... Th- some percolating yes conclusions yeah. it, it, it'll be a lot like all of our other season finale episodes you can also reach us on patreon patreon.com slash snm hate um we push the majority of our money from there to donating ourselves we're still donating to the trans law center because it's an important cause and the world is garbage fire um but yeah so until next week where we discuss season five as a whole <sighs> as a whole should I get us some like gavels and maybe some of those like fancy attorney wigs? <laughs> yeah, fancy wigs. Um, maybe, but like I think we should really save you know, those for the you last. You know what season. we should do? We should um play a drinking game. Oh my god, we're we'll die. <laughs> I don't even know the rules yet, but we're gonna die <laughs> if we do that. Um, but we'll see. We'll we'll figure it out. But until then, I've been Sam and I've been Maggie, and we hate Glee from the top. Ba, da, da, ba, da, 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 da.